This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. This segment is brought to you by the Zuckerberg Institute. You're listening to Randy Zuckerberg Means Business on Business Radio. Welcome back. I'm Randy Zuckerberg, host of Randy Zuckerberg Means Business, coming to you live from my home in California. And today we are talking about breast cancer awareness and action. Before the break, I spoke with Victoria Velajko from Susan G. Komen, and I spoke with Barry Seiden Young from Estee Lauder about what it's like running some of the world's largest breast cancer organizations from inside a corporate company and inside a foundation. I'm thrilled now to welcome to the show our next guest, Joe Malone, CBE founder and creative director of Joe Loves. Joe, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, Randy, thank you for asking me to come join you. And uh, I'm, I'm doing it from my house in London. It's funny how we're all, <laughs> we're all creating these amazing opportunities in our walls, isn't it? It is truly amazing uh, how how much everything has changed on its head and how resilient humans are. Joe, I have to say, I have heard you speak at a few conferences that you and I have both been at. You are an incredible speaker. Ever since I heard you, I was just really wanting to get you as a guest on this show. I'm thrilled to have you here. I also think you have the fanciest title of anyone I've ever introduced <laughs> on this show. The commander of the order of the British Empire it just sounds so fabulous. Nice. So honestly, I, I, I remember going to Buckingham Palace and receiving um, my my medal and my honour my um, from Prince Charles, and uh, it was it was I, I couldn't believe you know. And my son said to me, "If you think I'm saluting you every morning and calling you Commander, you can think again." So uh, it's <laughs> it's actually in my knicker drawer. Can you believe it's in my underwear drawer? <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. And I love, you know, you got to leave it to our, our families to keep us real, you know? <laughs> uh, so Joe, I, I am hoping that we can, uh, we're going to bring back one of my favorite all-time segments on the show today that we didn't do for a while because of kind of the somber nature of 2020. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I'm hoping that we can play my favorite segment, like or dislike. Like. I like that. Or dislike. You get nothing. You lose. And uh, with this segment, um, my producing team and I, we have found some of, I think, the most random topics on the internet headlines. Um, and we've had, uh, our, our listeners have been kind of weighing in on social media until Ooh. now too. So I'd love your, your thoughts if you like or dislike these and why. Yeah, go ahead, um, Randy. Let's have a go. All right. So the first is here in the U S you can now rent a private AMC movie theater for $99. Um, apparently they've been hit so hard by the COVID pandemic that, um, you can now have mm. the entire theater to yourself. Um, you can, you just go on their site, you pick the movie that you want, the theater wow. location, you can add food and drinks. What do you like or dislike? Okay. I, I don't just like it. I love it. <laughs> Number one, because, well, I love movies and the thought of having your own theater, even if you had to be in masks and visors and everything, just honestly, one of the things I want to do more than anything is go watch a movie. So like, like, like. 
Five, I agree. I, I I love this too because you know, and I think it's a brilliant pivot for for these movie theaters to to make some profit and keep yeah. people safe. And you you know, everyone who hasn't wanted to feel like the experience of having a private movie theater in their home now now you can have it. I the only thing I dislike Perfect. is that the industry is hurting so much that they have to do this. Oh. Is the only thing that I, I dislike. So sad. But but you know something what's so. This is where the entrepreneurial mind, where people are rethinking their businesses. And that's always a really, really good thing. So, um, but I would, for $99, my goodness, what can you get for $99? And entertain Nothing. your friends. It's you perfect. can barely, you can barely even get a coffee for $99 these days. Or a candle. All right. Yeah, exactly. Next. All right. The next one I have is, um, uh, there's a, a brand called Hormel. They've launched a face mask that is bacon scented. So if you love the smell of bacon, your dreams might just come true because now you can have a breathable bacon face mask all the time. Joe, like or dislike? Mm, dislike. Sorry, sorry, everybody. I I like I like bacon, crispy bacon in my sandwich, but the thought of putting it on your face I, actually makes me feel a bit queasy. Um, I get I. Smells is really important to me, but I like I like clean, fresh, crisp smells on me in my skincare, not the smell of smoky maple bacon. That's a no-no for me. <laughs> I agree. Although maybe like if you you know are around people who really can't keep the social distance, that's a good way to you know maybe may, I don't know bacon might attract more people. It's hard to tell. You oh. might need a, a weirder scent. All right, Not I think sure. I think you're gonna like this this last one, Joe. Um, I was reading that at the Helsinki airport, dogs are performing COVID tests, um, sniff tests, and they're having just incredible accuracy. Um, The Mm. test is administered by canines that are trained to detect the virus by sniffing the sweat of arriving passengers. Um, I I know you you kind of have a a personal relationship with this also. Yeah, I I do actually. I I mean, this one isn't just a like. This is a this is, I believe dogs can help us really fight um, viruses and, and especially help us in this pandemic. And I'm involved with a, a charity here in the UK called the Medical Dog Detection Unit, and they're training dogs a bit like in Helsinki to actually be able to sniff out. So they'll be able to go into a hospital ward. You can put the dog in, first of all. The dog will be able to smell whether there is a um, any sign of COVID anywhere or people coming through airports. I mean, these and these dogs... These dogs just love to help. And in fact, I've had my nose tested with the dogs. I had to get into the pen with the Labradors. I've got photos to prove it. And I, and I test, had my nose tested with the dogs that were actually not um, testing for COVID. They were testing for things like diabetes and epilepsy. Um, and I scored out of the top, uh, I was in the top three of the dogs. So I feel very proud to be an honorary um, smelling detector um, with my nose. So it, it's, I mean, amazing what these dogs can do. I can tell you that they can smell one drop of something in an Olympic-sized swimming pool. So you can imagine, you know, how doggy is man's best friend and what they can do. Incredible. It- it is incredible. Well, thank you for playing like or dislike. I am um, pleased that all of our uh, social media participants agreed with you. Although a few people disliked this, the dog sniffing, which I'm trying, I'm trying to figure wow. out how that could be a dis. Maybe, maybe if you're just scared of dogs in in general, who who knows? But uh, um, but overwhelmingly, 
I know. Overwhelmingly, <laughs> people loved it. For anyone just tuning in, you're listening to Randy Zuckerberg Means Business here on Sirius XM Business Radio. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg. I'm thrilled to be speaking with Joe Malone, CBE, founder and creative director of Joe Loves. Joe, maybe you can take us through your journey uh, a bit. You sold your brand to Estee Lauder in 1999. Then you were diagnosed with breast cancer yourself. Uh, tell us about, about your journey and how that led to starting your new business. So um, thank you for asking me to, to, to share my story. I always think it's really important when you share your life story to share the things that make you laugh and make you successful, but the things that have also challenged us. And the particular chapter of breast cancer really did. It happened to me when I was 38 years old. So I was a very young woman. And I was told at the time that people my age didn't get breast cancer, uh, which wasn't true. But anyway, I had um, I, up until that point, I had built a very entrepreneurial business um, from the age of seven. I knew how to make face creams. I knew how to make magic tricks. And I knew how to sell paintings in, my, in the marketplace of my father. But I was dyslexic. So I was, uh, my education was not great at school and I left school at 15 years old with no qualifications. So in many ways, Randy, life had written me off at, at 15 years old, you know, no education, but I had other plans in my life and I was determined to make a success. Um, I started my first little skincare business. So if people think I started in fragrance. I didn't. I started in skincare. That was my backbone. And uh, I started a tiny little skincare business in a rented apartment in London and in a tiny little kitchen, sort of no bigger than a small dining table and two plastic jugs. I set to work with 12 clients and I started my first little skincare business. Um, I made everything by hand and the 12 people grew from 12 to 100 to 500 to 5,000. And I looked after most members of the royal family from across Europe. I looked after movie stars. I looked after entrepreneurs. I mean, you name it. They used to come up three little flights of stairs and have their faces done. And as they would leave, I would give them a tiny little bottle of bath oil that I'd made. I had no training in fragrance whatsoever. And just to say thank you. You know what? It's really important in life to say thank you to people. And um, my little bath oil was not just a thank you. It was it would end up being my golden ticket to, to where I am today. And um, one lady one day said to me, Joe, this is the most amazing product I've ever used in my life. Can I buy 100 bottles? And that's where Joe Malone was born. Wow. It was, it was an amazing, amazing kind of moment in my life. And um, my husband and I, we, we started with absolutely nothing. And we saw our little business grow and grow and grow. So much to the point that um, we opened our first shop. Um, within five years, we had sold it to the Estee Lauder Corporation, which was amazing. I can't tell you, you know, truly to, to go from council estate to, um, which is, so we, we lived in um, accommodation that was supported by the government. And we lived in a tiny little two up, two down, uh, to, to selling your business to one of the biggest global giants in beauty in the world was quite phenomenal. It's an incredible story. And I think especially um, in light of how so many of us are kind of forced to double down on side hustles right now, since we're all working from home, I'm, uh, I'm curious if you have any inspiration or advice to anyone right now who's, you know, has their own dream of starting something in their kitchen like you did and, and growing <laughs> into a, a major business. 
Do you know something? I, I believe in life that we all have a bank account with creativity in it. No one can access that bank account but you. It's yours forever for your life. And it will go up in value when you invest in it, when you do something with it. But no one can, no one can steal your bank account with creativity. And I think this lockdown, which has happened across our world, has made people look and think, am I happy? Am I happy in what I'm doing? Am I fulfilled in what I'm doing? Am I, am I being creative in what I'm doing? And people are starting to access that bank account because they've got time, they've got a lot of thinking space and a lot of frustration and a lot of survival that, you know, that a lot of entrepreneurs start from, from wanting to survive something that is, uh, you know, is happening to them. So what I would say is find the thing that makes you happy. Um, yes, you have to live. Yes, you have to pay your rent. Yes, you have to do all of those things, of course. But when this pandemic is over, and it will be, I reckon we're, we're well through halfway through this. So when this is over, people are going to want to really live again. Get ready. Get <laughs> For sure. Ready. Pardon? I, I'm ready to live again. I'm like, I'll, I'll go <laughs> anywhere. I'll do I'll do anything. <laughs> um, Me too. So what, what's the first thing that you want to do when, the, when kind of like normal happens again? And I put normal in air quotes. Do you know something? I want to do, I want to go to a movie. I want to go out. I want to see <laughs> more than, because my husband is in very high risk. So we've been in lockdown since February and we will be until there is a vaccine or something. Um, I want to sit with friends. I want to have that carefree feeling. I want to jump. I want to jump on a plane more than anything and go somewhere and get out. And boy, when I can, I'm going to sit and have a glass of wine in that seat, watch a movie, and I'm going to treasure every single minute. So um, I miss life. I miss the smell of life. I miss the adventure of life. But I know that it's going to come back. So I don't. I don't Absolutely. allow myself to get disheartened by that because I know it's. I know it's going to come back and it's going to come back really powerfully. Absolutely. And I think people will appreciate the little things more than ever. For anyone who's just joining us, you're listening to Randy Zuckerberg Means Business here on Sirius XM 132 Business Radio. I'm delighted to be speaking with Joe Malone, CBE founder and creative director of Joe Loves. Joe, talk to us about Joe Loves, your founding story and, and what you're up to. So um, Joe Loves came... so. When, after I sold my business to Estee Lauder, I, um, straight after that, I gave birth to a lovely little boy. And at the mm. age of 36, 37, I was feeling really tired. I was traveling around the world. And I was, um, I don't know, I didn't feel myself at all. And I was in New York City. I was shooting a brochure with um, the amazing Chris Baker. And I found a lump in my breast. And I remember thinking at the time, oh, my God, I wonder what this is. And I, I didn't panic because I'd heard that young women don't get breast cancer. Anyway, I came back to London, went to see my doctor. He sent me directly to the hospital to have a scan. And I could see, I could see the, uh, the look on the nurse's face and the doctor's face. I knew it was something bad. And that particular night, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And within 24 hours, I was told I probably had no more than nine months to live. Um, all I wow. could think about at that point... And I know there's going to be a lot of both men and women listening to this that are right at that point as well. And you know what? You never, I, I, I've never believed anybody tell me how I should live my life. And I certainly wasn't going to have someone tell me when I was going to die. Um, I came home 
and I called the amazing um, Evelyn Lauder, late Evelyn Lauder. And I, I said to her, Evelyn, I've just been diagnosed with cancer. I think I'm going to die. And I remember what she said to me so profoundly. And she said, honey, remember, you make lemonade from lemons. And within a few days, I was um, I, I came to New York City, and I went to see the amazing Dr. Larry Norton, and I said to him, "Larry, I think I'm I think I'm going to die." And he, I remember him saying to me, "Joe, there are two people that walk into my office: one that says, don't hurt me, and one that says, I want to live no matter what. Which one are you?" And I said, "I'm the latter." And then I started all my treatments, my chemo. Um, I was one of the pioneering women to take chemo in much shorter, um, much smaller doses, but much more frequently. I had surgery. I had a mastectomy. And I felt, Randy, like I felt like I was living someone else's life. This wasn't mm. meant to happen to me. But all I wanted to do was survive for my husband and my son. They were my only priorities. Um and the, the chemo that I took was, was uh, adromycin and cytoxin, so it took my sense of smell away. So there I was, a perfumer, sold my business to Estee and I couldn't smell. So I lost my identity. I, lo I lost, I have to say, I probably lost everything but my spirit. My spirit, my fighting spirit was still there. And I went through a year of treatment and came through the other end, and then I remember Larry saying to me, it's gone today. It's time to go home and live your life again. And I couldn't, I couldn't believe it because I then felt my safety net of the Sloan Kettering was taken away and I had to go back and live life. And um, the, reason, the reason I left Joe Malone, uh, the, you know, the Joe Malone London, was I came back to London and I couldn't settle and I didn't feel part of anything. And so I made the decision to walk away from the business. I knew it was in safe hands with Estee Lauder. And... Um, I, I quit. I've had it in my notice. Everyone tried to talk me around, and I walked away. And um, and and that's where the real adventure, I think, began. Well, uh, you know, I think sometimes in life, the bravest things that we can do are, are walking away from things also. So now, mm -hmm. I mean, you have, you have a book that you, um, came out with, you have this new incredible business. What, what does Joe Malone's life look like oh. today? Aside from the fact that we're all locked in our homes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I survived. The most important thing is to survive things. I think sometimes it doesn't matter how you do it. You just survive it and then you pick your life up. So I decided that it, um, I, I had a five-year lockout, so I didn't enter the industry. And during those five years, I learned who Joe really was. And creating fragrance wasn't a business for me. It was my best friend. And I desperately missed my best friend of creation and creativity and working with fragrance. So I decided around the kitchen table after the five-year was over, I decided I was going to give it one more try. And I was so scared because I, I kind of lost. I'd lost my ability to create. I, you know, five years out of an industry is a long time. And um, so I decided, we decided, actually Josh named, my son named the business, and he said, Mom, just call it Joe Loves because <laughs> you really love fragrance and fragrance really loves you. And it's, it was out of the mouth of a seven-year-old child, and I thought, yeah, I'm going to call it Joe Loves. And so we have this shining little business. The first two years, though, Randy, were really hot. They were really tough. No one knew I'd left. The old business, I was still Joe Malone, the person, and then there was Joe Loves, and boy, was it 
every day was a struggle. And I kept going. I wanted to quit many times. And then I got to this point where we opened our little um, shop in Elizabeth Street in London. So if any of your listeners are ever in, when, when we can travel again, come see us. Because this little shop not only is our first Joe Love store, but it was the very first shop that I had my job in at 16. And my, oh, husband, wow. gave, my husband gave it to me as my birthday present. And Congratulations. I love that so much. I'm curious, um, you know, for, for all the women out there that are starting companies, if you had to do it over again, would you still have named your original company your name or would you have chosen <laughs> something else? Um, the last few months I've been through, I would have chosen something else. I can tell you that it has, uh, I realize actually, do you know what? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't believe in life. It's good to go back and, and try and undo because so much good has come from it. Um, there's been a couple of times that it's been really hard when your name is attached to something and you have no control. Um, and you have to do your best. You have to do, you have to behave with integrity. You have to do the right thing. And you have to realize that that business employs a lot of people and it's a lot of people's livelihoods. So, but what I name my, I think you have to, if you go into a business and name it with your name, you have to realize there will be responsibilities for the rest of your life with that. And a, if you can't deal with it, don't do it. It's great advice. And I love just everything about your philosophy of living with no regrets. Joe Malone, I'm so sad that our time has ended together. Where can our listeners learn more about you and Joe Loves? Oh, bless you, uh, Randy. Well, um, Joe Loves Official, and uh, we have uh, joeloves.com. So please come on and see everything that we've created. We're the, the first people ever to create tapas, the paintbrush, the storytelling candle. You know, there's lots of firsts and uh, lots of stories. I have a vlog um, starting next month. Actually, sorry, no, this month, this month. So you'll hear me telling stories of life and fragrance and all kinds of things that will really make you feel that life, anything in life is possible. Well, I already feel that from speaking to you today. I have no doubt that anything you touch will be very successful. Joe Malone, CBE, founder and creative director of Joe Loves. Thank you so much for joining us today on the show. Thank you, Randy. Thank you. What an inspiring show today. Um, I, I just, I feel so inspired by the work of Susan G. Coleman, Estee Lauder, of Joe Malone and Joe Loves. Uh, thank you so much to my incredible team, Dana, Dion, and Steve behind the scenes. I'm Randy Zuckerberg, host of Randy Zuckerberg Means Business. I'll see you next week on Sirius XM 132 Business Radio. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 